live. How's everybody? Cold. Cold? Do you want to jump up and down? Get the blood going? No? This guy's not cold. Look at him. <laughs> no, I mean, I've got one, two, two, three layers on. <laughs> If you want to turn in your Bibles, if you've got your Bibles, to 1 Corinthians 11, verse 23. Just waiting for my translator to arrive. <laughs> All right, so we, we're looking at the topic of breaking of bread, and um, we, in the passage of 1 Corinthians 11 verse 23. Just going to pray for us as we start. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the revelation that's been brought to us. Thank you for, for your word which has been passed on, inspired by your spirit. We thank you for these words of Paul this morning as he's teaching the church. That we can take this, Lord, and be edified and taught by it. Come, Holy Spirit, and open our hearts this morning. That we can receive the truth of your word. That our faith can be built up. As we learn more about you. We ask this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So Paul is writing here. And he's teaching the church in Corinth. 
about the Lord's Supper. That we know as the breaking of bread. And the reason he was writing to them was because they hadn't treated the poor amongst them very well. When they got together for meals, they kind of rushed at the table and ate and, and didn't think about other people. They weren't thinking about the body of Christ. And they were doing it in an unworthy manner. We are all unworthy when we come to Christ, yes. So it's not that Paul is saying we must be worthy before we come to the table. But what he is saying is we must be discerning, we must be we must be um, honouring of one another as members of the body of Christ when yeah. we come to the Lord's table. So Paul writes this. For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you. That the Lord Jesus, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. When he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, also, he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Now, Paul was not one of the twelve disciples. And so he says, I receive from the Lord what I delivered to you. I really believe that Paul received revelation concerning what Jesus was doing. But he was also a very good Jew. And what Jesus was doing on the night he was betrayed was he was celebrating the Passover meal with his disciples. I don't have much time, but very quickly, the Passover meal was celebrated um, from in remembrance of the Jewish people, the nation of Israel, being set free from Egypt. The Jewish people, the Israelites, had become slaves in Egypt. 
God said to Moses, you go and set my people free. Tell Pharaoh to let them go. And after a number of visits by, by Moses to Pharaoh, and God bringing plague upon plague upon the, the, the Egyptians. Uh, every time Pharaoh said no, God would send another plague. The one time he sent insects. Insects everywhere. Then he sent locusts everywhere. Then he turned all the water to blood. Then all the cattle died. It's just one of the other. And still Pharaoh said no. Eventually the Lord said to Moses, right, tell this tell the people of Israel this is what you must do. Tonight the angel of death is going to pass over Egypt. And the firstborn in every household, the firstborn son is going to die. But for this, go into your house, take a lamb, kill it, Cook it and eat it. Eat it in readiness as if you're about to leave to go to go somewhere. Take the blood of the lamb. Go outside and put it on your doorposts. Put it on the, on the top of the door, put it on the side of the door. And God said, when I pass over, I will see the blood. And I will pass over that house. And the child in that house, the firstborn, will not die. But if there's no blood, like on the doors of the Egyptians, the firstborn will die. And in the morning, there was a great wailing and a great uh, outcry in the Egyptian households. And Pharaoh called Moses and said, leave now. The death of all the firstborn was just too much. And so the Israelites picked up their things in readiness and they left. 
Okay, so that was the story of the Passover. How the angel of death passed over, but no judgment came to the households where there was a sacrifice. And all of that was pointing to a savior called Jesus who would come. And we who believe in Christ and believe in his sacrifice on the cross, his blood, his body broken on the cross for us, the blood of his body shed for us. We are forgiven of our sin and our unrighteousness. And we have judgment pass over us because of the blood of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Just like in the in, in Egypt, the angel of death passed over because of the blood. We are not set free from a place. But we are set free from our sin. Amen. Amen. Just like, um, uh, sorry, not just like Egypt, but that was what was what the sacrifice in Egypt was pointing towards the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. So Jesus is with his disciples and he's celebrating the Passover meal. But now Jesus begins to do things that they've never seen before. He takes the bread. And even in today's Passover meal, that the Jewish people still celebrate, they have three pieces of bread, three layers inside a cloth. Speaking, I don't know if they realize this, of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The Trinity is right there. And which layer do they take to break? They take the middle one. I don't realize it. But they're taking the sun. And they break that. And they put the one piece back in as if it goes into the grave. And then they take the other piece and hide it for some reason. So Jesus was celebrating this meal. And Paul says at the end, he says, we proclaim the Lord's death until his come, until he comes. When we do this, when we celebrate this meal, we proclaim the Lord's death. What are we doing when we proclaim something? We're declaring it. We're, we're preaching it. We're shouting it out. But we're not doing it so much in in words as in action. 
we are remembering a de- we're, we're remembering the, the, the death of Jesus on the cross. And so we're preaching to ourselves. We're saying we are we belong to Christ. We're preaching, we're reminding ourselves of Christ's death on the cross. And we don't do it sadly. We do it with rejoicing. Because we're not remembering a dead friend. We're remembering a risen Savior. A living Savior. Who is with us when we pray. When we meet as a church, when we celebrate the breaking of bread, we are remembering the body of Christ upon the cross. We are remembering a shed blood, a sacrifice. So we are speaking to ourselves, we are proclaiming to ourselves the death of Jesus. How do we come when we come to celebrate the breaking of bread? Do we come bow down and sad? No, we come rejoicing because we've been set free from our sin. Judgment has passed over us. When we when we leave this earth, whether through our death of our bodies or when Jesus returns, and we go before the throne of God, there's no judgment. Because Jesus was judged on the cross for us. He's taken the punishment from God for our sin. We won't have to be judged because we've been made righteous by the blood of Jesus. I heard someone say that uh, the breaking of bread was the Christian's happy meal. You've heard of KFC Happy Meals? (laughs) This is the happy meal for the Christian. This is the yes. Jesus died for me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that I am no longer a slave to sin. But I've been set free. And not only that, I've been made righteous because of the death and sacrifice and blood of Jesus. Another thing we do when we're proclaiming this this uh, the death of Jesus. Just we're pointing to what's happening now in our lives. What we're living in now. And Paul refers to it here. He says the cup of the new covenant. We are living in the new covenant. We're not living in the old covenant. Trying to please the law of God. 
uh, constantly making sacrifices for our sin every year. We are now in a new covenant which God has made with us by sacrificing his son upon the cross. We can draw near to God. In the Old Testament, the people had to be separate. They weren't allowed to come near. When Moses went to meet with God, the people had to stand far away. When, when God came down in the midst of them upon the tabernacle that they built, Everybody had to stay inside their tents. They weren't allowed outside. God was holy. He couldn't approach him. But now we can. And you know what's even better news? It's not just the Jews. It's not just the Israelites that come near to God. If they put their faith in Christ. But it's also the Gentiles, you and me. The people, the people that the Israelites used to call the dogs. The people outside the camp. The filthy people. But what is here we Gentiles. Salvation is for everyone. We can all come in. We can all be saved. We can all live in the new covenant. We can all live in the God in the good of God's promises of the new covenant. Amen. Amen. We can all be filled with the Spirit. We, we were forgiven. Judgment passed over us. We were made righteous. But now we also become the dwelling place of God. In the old covenant, God came down and dwelt in a tent amongst his people. Every now and then, he would pour out his spirit on specific people. To anoint them, to prophesy, or to do great things. You remember the, 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 the story of Samson. God's spirit came on him so that he could destroy the Philistines. But then it relieved. Now, in the new covenant, we can be filled with the spirit and he doesn't leave. He promises that he will never leave us. He'll be with us all the time. Amen. Amen. That's one of the benefits of the new covenant that God has made with us. That He will never leave us. What about the bread and the wine? 
Do they actually become the body and blood of Jesus? There's some uh, denominations that believe that when a certain bell is rung during the breaking of bread, that suddenly becomes the body and blood of Jesus. There's nothing in the Bible that says They are symbols. Alright, they are symbols. So where is the power in this? The power is in your faith. Amen. which God gives you to trust him Amen. the faith that God gives you so as we are we are partaking of the of the juice in our case and the, and the bread we are saying Lord Jesus you died for me I believe that you died on the cross for me I believe that your blood was shed for me and because of that I am set free from my sin from my unrighteousness and I've been brought into relationship with you there's, there's no magic in the in the bread or the wine. Mm -hmm. We're not sacrificing Jesus all over again. When Jesus died on the cross, he said, It is finished. It is complete. Amen. Amen. We're not doing another sacrifice. But what we're doing is coming by faith, remembering the cross of Christ, remembering that we are saved, remembering what he's done for us. We're also remembering that we're all part of the same body. Rich and poor, male and female, old and young, we are all equal in the body of Christ. We are all partakers in the body and blood of Jesus Christ. No one's sin has been more forgiven than somebody else's. It's for everybody. Equally. Amen. Amen. When we break bread, it is a time where we would come to Jesus. And if you've been struggling with a few things, maybe you've you've got unforgiveness or you know sin is creeping at your door and saying, you know, try me. You can come during that time and say, Lord, as I drink of this cup and eat of, of this bread. Will you 
set me free. I'm trusting you. Okay. Lord, forgive me. Forgive me. Your blood wash you've said your blood will wash me clean. One John one nine says if we confess our sins. He is faithful and just to forgive us of all unrighteousness. So we live a life of repentance. Amen. Amen. Because we are we are um, we are weak. There are moments when we fall down. But we don't stay down. Because Jesus picks us up. And he says, I have sacrificed for you. I will forgive you. So we live a life of repentance. Amen. Amen. And then lastly, Paul says, Proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Jesus is coming. So this, this um, breaking of bread points to the future. Mm. It points back to Jesus on the cross. It points to us now living in the body of Christ. And it points to the future. Jesus told his disciples that night that the last, this would be the last supper he would have with them. The next one would be the marriage supper of the Lamb. He said, when I eat the supper with you again, it will be in my Father's kingdom. Jesus is returning. And when he does, he will take us to be with him. That's good news. Mm. That's why it's a happy meal. And what will be at this final meal? Well, there won't be any more reminders about the death of Jesus. Okay, we won't need to be reminded anymore. Because we will be with him. There will be no more distractions. We won't have sin crouching at our door. Because we will be with him. There won't be any any darkness. There won't be any night. We won't have to go and lie down for our bodies to recover, to get up the next day. Because we have new bodies. We have resurrected bodies. Amen. The Lamb will be the focus. Jesus will be the focus. Worshipping him forever. The final victory of Christ's death on the cross would have been realized. The redemption of our bodies. That's what is yet to be realized. Eternal life in eternal 
bodies. I think as a young person you probably think, oh, my body is okay. <laughs> I've got energy. Do you know the older you get, the more your body reminds you. You need a new body. Yes. <laughs> Things don't start to work the way they should. Your body starts to humble you. You begin some, you know, when you get to your 70s and 80s, you begin to thank God that you can actually go to the toilet. Mm. It, it happens like that. Okay. But one day, we will have new bodies because of what Jesus is He's coming back for us. He's coming back to receive his church. Amen. So we're going to go back to the hall now and we're going to break bread. Together.